Welcome to Shrimp Cocktail, a dish best served cold. A place where we discuss our lives, housewives, and how Peter destroyed Becky's TikTok algorithm. What up, Ozempic Nation? Hello. <laughs> hey, skinny girls. <laughs> Hey, skinny girl, it's your world. <laughs> Imagine like in this year of our Lord 2023, we like fully branded our audience as skinny girls. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You only, if you have an active ED, this is the podcast <laughs> for you. <laughs> your hosts, Anna and Mia. <laughs> no. This is not the place for you. I mean, oh, it's a place for everyone. Like ableist. Get the fuck out. <laughs> oh my god. I have to like bite my tongue there. Um okay, so what's new? Vancouver, it's very we had like record snowfall yesterday. Yeah, you were uh stuck at home. I was by choice and by force of nature. <laughs> Mother nature. <laughs> Mother nature really came out today. What is it? The people running the simulation really popped off today. What's the weather like over there? Yeah. So plumy. It's nice. It's nice. It's, ho- it's warm. The snow is melting. From all those plumes. Yeah, from all the um, chemical, <laughs> our water's still bubbling. <laughs> Who doesn't like rainbow water, though? Yeah. <laughs> it's LGBT water. What is it? Like Joe Rogan or someone similar is like, I don't want to drink that stuff that turns the frogs gay. No, that was Alex Jones. Alex Jones. Okay. Same thing. Alex Jones Rogan. Yeah. They're not Carlson. too dissimilar. Um, what else is new? I guess the excited for spring. Today is March 1st. April Fools. Yeah, I think we, you know, April. (laughs) Y2K. Yeah. (laughs) 9-11. Are you ready for Y2K, guys? (laughs) Um. (laughs) So excited for 9-11 this year. Nine eleven like themed party like cake two cakes that's all I'll say two cakes <laughs> I'll leave the rest of your imagination made with a steel beam <laughs> at melt that melted at, <laughs> at like uh, whatever temperature I like at at, at three fifty in the oven <laughs> oh that would be cool that'd be like the party trick like come on everyone gather on the oven. dripping on the bottom of your oven just causes a fire you're like see i'm right <laughs> like now let's go invade iraq <laughs> i already took a twist <laughs> i don't even know if we can use any of those <laughs> i know we're already banned from italy our visas were denied last week because of what we said about uh american italians every week on our podcast <laughs> Excluding Julia Fox. 
excited for that new Mario movie, though. When is that coming out? <laughs> uh, April. Can you imagine they're gonna, Are you ca- gonna go see it? I uh, can you imagine it's in like 5D or whatever. That'd be amazing. <laughs> it just like smells like meatballs all of a sudden in the theater. It's like, oh, <laughs> like you know those like chairs that like yeah. um, move, but like it just slaps you on the cheek. And <laughs> <laughs> Jack Black standing in front of you, the in person. Is Jack Black in the movie? Yeah, he's Bowser. Oh, that's actually good casting because I mean, I can't, I cannot accept the Chris Pratt of it all. I don't. Yeah, like exactly. That. Everyone's saying the Jack Black is genius. He even like tweaked Bowser's features very slightly in the trailer. You'll see to look more like Jack Black. Same with Mario. It's kind of weird, but um, not Jack Black though. <laughs> uh, what was his name? Chris Pratt. They were saying, yeah, everyone's like, and not my Mario, but. Um, Apparently it grows on you because it's kind of like a Brooklyn accent they're going for, but we'll see. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna probably watch it. I probably won't go to theaters to see it because it's not something I would see in theaters. But I mean, I am so icked out by Chris Pratt, like as a human being, that he is he was a poor choice for this film. Like what did he, he do? Is. Well, he is like um He's like, I think a libertarian, and um, he's he's part of like um, the Marvel you know cult, those, like mega churches, like uh, like the Hillsong Church scene. Yeah, I don't do you know, know that of that. You would know. Okay, well, so I I do know. I'll tell you about it. Um, <laughs> so I I don't know if he actually belongs to Hillsong, but it's like um, he belongs to like these kind of mega Christian kind of millennial churches that are really really um scary to me like they're like the kind of like youth pastor voice evangelical yeah like youth pastor voice but evangelical where you're like you are being healed you are speaking in tongues but you're also like they believe in like prosperity gospel like where you just like it's all about money like that the more money you make it's like god god believes in you god loves you if you make money and if you don't it's because you did something wrong and also they just like hate gay people like scientology they're like you know who else had a twink death Scientology. <laughs> L. Ron Hubbard as a twink. Okay. No, I was just saying Scientology on a side uh, on a side note. It's like all about the money, but yeah. In the youth pastor side note, you know who else had a twink death? Yeah. Um, even though Jesus died at 33, I don't think that makes you a twink anymore. You're a twunk. Excuse me? I, and do you uh, what are you trying to say? No, I like... No, Col- you can't be a twink after 30. Becky said it here first. And that's Becky's rules. I dealt with my twink death early in my 20s. It's fine. Yeah. Same. But I feel bad for the girlies going through it in their 30s. <laughs> like, what did you expect with that baby face? Bald. Yeah. I'm not talking about anyone in particular. Who are you talking about? <laughs> my dad. <laughs> god uh and the and the boner pills too apparently uh bodybuilders are doing that now for a good pump to take boner pills like cialis or whatever yes 
Why you got any? I do. (laughs) (laughs) It was a gift. (laughs) Do you really? (laughs) Vicky has taken it yet, though. Vicky has another type of ED. No, it was a gift. We didn't <laughs> ask for it. It was gifted to us. The gifted... not, it's been like a year and I have not taken them. Or all, should... I'm not going to take them, but like. <laughs> <laughs> the gift should do a bump on the podcast. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I think that's enough uh, rebuttal. <laughs> that's enough out of you, Becky. Ends the podcast. <laughs> So do you need to take a break? Do I need to take a break? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But speaking of thinking of so many things, I have a lot of thoughts on this episode. Should we start with the taglines? Oh, I didn't actually write them down, but what? I did. Okay. (laughs) Let's guide guide me through them. Um, I'm going to go in order in which they appear. Melissa's tagline was, you'll, okay, hers was weird. I'm like, did I write this down right? Um, you'll never see how toxic someone is until you breathe fresh air. Um, did she like predict Ohio? What? Did she mean like touch grass? <laughs> Melissa's the real Mothman. It's like <laughs> a prophecy she's foretelling. Dolores's was funny. It's a, a Jersey girl with the luck of the Irish. Nobody is, um, Nobody's drunker than me. Nobody is screwing with my pot of gold. Wow. They really wouldn't. Imagine if she meant like the chocolates, like pot of gold. (laughs) I don't, I think that's uh, actually uniquely Canadian content. So you're really isolating our American audience right now. Um, (laughs) You have to do uh, three pledges of allegiance right now. Um, Danielle's was I may be over the top but I'd rather be bougie than basic it's like you can be both (laughs) it's like the most interchangeable tagline of all yeah it's like we get that she has her bougie kid brand but it's like you're pretty basic like in the oh ding dong bougie kids (laughs) that's her name now Marge's was a little cryptic. It was, I'm a loyal friend and a lethal enemy. She's like, I'm going to dox you. <laughs> and when I die, I'm going to give out your address. When I die, I'm going to haunt your family. I'm going to give people your like social security information. <laughs> That's their tagline. It's like Teresa's social insurance number. Three, five, four. <laughs> Two nines. <laughs> That's like literally what Ramona did to Teresa. I know. <laughs> Rachel, Corpse Bride Rachel said, I'm too busy uh, managing. Wait, wait. I, I can't read my own writing. Ding dong, Danielle. I'm too, oh, I'm too busy running a business to care about yours. It's like, nothing. so get off the show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, focus on your business then. Then, then leave. <laughs> Did you fart? 
Now it's your tagline. <laughs> Just to do fart and be like, uh oh, stinky. <laughs> I'm with stupid um, and like points to the next person. My favorite tagline though is Jennifer's. It's payback is a bitch, so start barking. It's <laughs> 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 so weird. Jen. I like when just like oh, women just like refer to themselves as dogs. <laughs> it's like Marge's go-to joke. Like, oh, I got a couple of bitches. Oh, and the dogs <laughs> are here too. Like something like that. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's very Lisa Vanderpump. Remember like, she had a tagline where she was like, some may call me a bitch, but I'll leave, <laughs> the, leave the pack. No, it's like, that's not what it was at all. <laughs> it's like, throw me. It was. Don't make me a bitch. No, it was not. It was throw me to the wolves. <laughs> Some may call me a bitch. Mrs. Doubtfire over here. She kind of is. Uh, or like that tall lady that makes the pies. Uh, oh, Julia <laughs> Trans icon. She kind of is. Just like, hello, bon appetit. <laughs> Teresa's was my favorite by far. Oh, really? It is amazing. Because I remember okay, it was like it. rambling for like a whole paragraph. <laughs> it, it's hers is cryptic. She said, blood is thicker than water, but it's hotter than clean when it spills. When it's cum. <laughs> cum is thicker than water. <laughs> when it's on your duvet, it's hard to clean. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I can agree though. Trisa, like, cum is thicker than water. Well, I just like wrote in my notes, like, way down. Her party is like cum themed. Because <laughs> it's like, is it? My cum bubble. <laughs> <laughs> because everything said love on it. And she was, yeah. Love, love, love. Anyway, let's okay, so start the from the beginning. beginning. Of the episode, it starts with all the guys coming home and they're being recorded by their wives being drunk. It's very like 1950s, like housewife. They're trying to be like, oh, my husband oh coming my home from the bar. Peter, were you at the clam again? Yeah, no, there was there was nothing. And also it was just like they only recorded um, Rachel's husband, Danielle's husband, and Marge's husband and Jackie's husband. So we didn't get to see like the drunkest of them all, which is uh, Joe Gorga. No, and Louis. Joe just... Gorga? Louis, they had to edit it out when he got home. <laughs> <laughs> like, we can't show this. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so the scene after that was like um, at, at Joe and Melissa's new like construct building. I imagine like, Joe slept in the ditch there and then Melissa was going to wake him up. You know? It's like, let the rain fall down. He has so many feelings. He doesn't know how to process them. So he just goes into the ditch. This is the theme though with him is that like, honestly, this season is setting me up to be team Teresa all the way. I know. What did she do wrong? Just let her have love. Honestly, like, okay, we'll get into it. But like, um, so, 
I remember like uh, when Melissa like and Joe were at their new like the home that he's making. Do you remember like when she was just like, oh my god, the chandelier? Yeah, it's my... do, you re- do you remember what the chandeliers look like? It's the They're... headline <laughs> of my of the it's the headline of my notes. It's not Melissa's chandeliers. It looked like They're a deep in... sea, like a deep sea like jellyfish. No, they're Evangelion. Yeah, exactly. One of those creatures, angels that like attacks. No, it's like one of the angels. It is. <laughs> it's like, do you like it? I got it in Tokyo. It was a big deal. No one wanted it. Tokyo 3, actually. I got it from like the first Adam. <laughs> some some guy named he was, Shinji. He was on a cross and he couldn't speak much. But like, you know, the deal was gone. <laughs> Shinji, he's a really nice boy. He was crying a lot. Yeah, you didn't want to get in the Eva. I don't know what that is. Okay, so like when Teresa invites Joe to her party, that was so fucking dark. Where like, so like, there's like a notepad in front of Teresa. I'm, I think Louis wrote the note and he just wrote like, um, want jo- to make peace? <laughs> it says Joe equals brother. My first true love, um, the piece of paper, like, want to make peace. And so it's crazy that, like, Louis knows Teresa so well that she, he knows that she can't even, like, form thoughts that well. Like, (laughs) that she's just like, why am I calling? So, like, Joe, do you remember, like, when you just, like, didn't come to, like, Gia's 7th birthday? (laughs) (laughs) She had dementia, like, not even joking. <laughs> no, it's like, honestly, like, both of them have, like, a form of dementia from PTSD. Well, that's what I put like, in my notes later down, is that why are they holding Teresa to any sort of standard when she's, like, literally been, like, lobotomized? Like, she's, like, missing something up there. Like, why? I don't how they expect her to, like, re- even remember her name. But I think also, like, no one acknowledges that Joe is dealing with the exact same shit. That, like, he has, like, he has no wherewithal. Like, he doesn't know where his feelings are coming from. And Melissa's just like, yeah, baby. It's always, and it's always, like, everyone else's responsibility for Joe to deal with his feelings. And I'm like, what? You have the emotional maturity of a two-year-old. Like, get over it. They both do. Yeah. No, it's like, um, like, Joe and Louie had an uncomfortable thing at, like, the bar. And... For Joe to say he can't come to Teresa's home warming or like whatever party, this dude is so out of touch of his emotions. Like they, Teresa called to like talk about it. But it was like, nope, I can't communicate. I don't do that. I I can't talk about the past. Also, I cannot invest in your future. It's like, what? Then why are you so mad at Teresa for not inviting your in laws to her wedding? If you you, can't talk about anything be the bigger person and just like show up but it was so funny when um Teresa called and she like didn't even like start the conversation she's like hey so uh what's up it's like what the fuck like you called me bitch hi who's this <laughs> yeah she calls new phone who is yeah it's like when Teresa like the last episode ordered like at the bar she's like I'll have my regular yeah <laughs> bartender Partner's like I don't know who you are so obviously like Louis is trying to like think 
pushed Teresa to make good decisions, which is to communicate with her brother. And Joe and Melissa are just like this kind of like vacuum to each other. Like they only like just really bounce off of each other. They really can't see anyone else's perspective. And Joe being like, I can't go to this housewarming party because I don't feel welcome there. She literally called you and asked you, do you want to talk about anything? Do you want to communicate anything to me? And he was like, nope. That bothered me so much because then he made the whole party about himself and like... He did! We'll get into it later, but like, yeah, like, this was, um, he's setting Teresa up to fail and it's obvious. And She (laughs) she can't do anything right. Um, Did you notice that Louis was wearing a Karma shirt? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. But did you do a spit take there? (laughs) Yeah. That's Karma nightclub. Uh, for our non-Jersey Shore audience. Oh my God. I want to go so bad. I want to go so bad. Oh my God. I want to go so bad. <laughs> I was going to say, imagine the cast of Jersey Shore uh, playing the ca- the Mario movie. Who would be who? <laughs> it's like, um, <laughs> what is her name? Uh, Ron and Sammy. Sam. It's like, Bowser, stop! (laughs) (laughs) Sam's a princess, probably. So it's like, yeah. Stop, Bowser! Ron is like the roid raging Bowser. Yeah, he's like drinking like a like a like a tropical drink and just like throwing fire. What's his Um, name? Snooky. Vinny's Luigi because he's schlangin'. Oh, yeah, because he's got a big dick. (laughs) (laughs) Snooki's like the toad. Snooki's toad, because they're like... (laughs) Like with her fishing pole, just like to get you off the road. Wow is... um, I think Wow could be... Rosalina? Yoshi? I think Wow. she's more of a, a figure. Like, I think she's actually like... Someone who pushes the plot forward, you know? So I think Wow is Yoshi. I'm thinking Rosalina. Do you know who that is? I know, but, like, Rosalina is just, like, too, like... I think, like, Polly D could be Rosalina. Like... What about Daisy? I, I don't know. Like, I, I'm thinking of, like, the, the the core. Like, I think... Okay, Donkey Kong? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Donkey Kong's in it now. Yeah. We're going, we're going Rareware. Who's Mario? Do you think it's like the situation? It's or... either Sitch or Mike. Or not Mike, I mean, what's his name? Polly. Polly, but probably Sitch. He has the main character I think it's energy. Sitch. Unfortunately. Yeah, he, well, he is. I love, yeah. I love Oh that. my God, and Polly's Yoshi because they're going to like ride each other and go look for fruit. You fruits. see that the, um, Mike and Vinny recently online admitted that they had like a threesome? Like a Eiffel Tower. Moan. Yeah, it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> I bet Sitch has like a small one, but can't see it when it's in you. No, I think he has yeah, BDE. No, he has SDE. He's like the ultimate SDE. Vinny has BDE. But have you, you haven't watched the new seasons where Sitch is like such a daddy? Disagree. He's sober now and really? I think Well, I think he's cute. I just don't think he has a big dick. I don't think his insecurity comes from that. I think it came from uh, him being a drug addict. Well, ask the audience. Write your comments down below. 
Yeah, let us know if you think uh, Stitch has beady aches. I think he does. Just write your number what you th- in inches, what you think it is, and no other context. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Five. <laughs> and obviously it's cut. We know that. Okay. <laughs> I'm haunted by Pizza Bagel's hat. <laughs> Can I call it a Pizza Bagel? <laughs> she identified as Pizza Bagel. Uh, oh, wait, okay. Well, wait. I want to say one thing. Right after they end the phone call... Uh, <laughs> And you know how, like, their spouses individually, they, like, go to, like, console them? Uh, What's that, mean? Right, when they end the phone call between Joe and Teresa. Okay, yeah, and yeah. And their spouses go to console them. I bet, like, they fucked, like, right then. And, and then Joe like, was... <laughs> yeah, like, Melissa in the, like, empty house, taking it out on Slampig Melissa. Melissa the third. Oh, uh, yeah, it took me a while to get that joke after I edited it, like, 40 times. I was like, oh, like, third wheel. Okay. Um... If the viewers didn't notice anything weird about the editing last week, we had voice issues. I had to do a lot of recordings. Over. So we're at Dolores's house, and I read it as Dolores's hole. <laughs> I'm obsessed with her mom, who eats cake for breakfast, because my mom does too. Yeah, but your mom's skinny legend. My mom works out, but like, um, my mom, she taught me that you can eat pie for breakfast. You can because you burn the calories during the day, but it's not like great to like spike your blood sugar that way. Yeah. Well, Shelly makes it work. But um, okay. So the what, the what was the conversation with Dolores and her son and her mother? It was like about how Polly fits into the whole family. They were trying to like get Ozempic from their grandmother, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Um did you notice, this is a oh, dumb note, okay. that like um, uh, Frank Jr., his necklace looked like a steampunk necklace. It's probably some sort of like gay signal he, when he goes into the bathhouses. I... <laughs> I'm just like fantasizing. But yeah, I was going to say what they were talking about was Paul and like how he doesn't like Frankie like coming over, like fix everything, like creepy ass landlord. And... I put on my notes that he's the only person that understands boundaries. True. No, he does. Like, cause Dolores has no concept of boundaries at all. Like, I think it's only through um, Paul that she is having like the first taste of what boundaries look like because her previous boyfriend, and Frankie. David, like David now lives with her ex. Like, That's what like, I'm saying. There's no boundaries. Cause Frankie's used to having like no boundaries too. And so like, he doesn't want to, Paul doesn't, want to end go the david way mm-hmm. that will end a relationship it really could yeah boner kill you want to let the man have his like territory be a, in a couple and not like have this like third person like a like, melissa <laughs> like a, a michael darby because in the reunion that's how what's her name ashley lost her like last boyfriend because of like michael darby being a creepy landlord basically yeah um, okay, so we go to a restaurant with Jen and Bill. I like the like kind of like equation that was made that like party bus for your son equals dad cheating. Like that's like what motivated her. 
don't get me started. She just is all over the place with her arguments. She she was so all over the place. It was confusing. She, yeah, exactly. She just like changes the subject every five minutes and it doesn't make any sense. But Bill is just trying to say the most like neutral statements without like setting her off. And this time it didn't work in his favor. But he's getting redder and redder. Like, as you can see, like he he is like the, the color of like a cherry by the end. Yeah, Jen needs to not bring up, like, cheating, like, every five seconds because it's, like, Bill, yeah, he's in the doghouse, I guess, still, but, like, you can't, it's just, like, unhealthy. You're going to, like, damage the relationship in the long run. Um, But yeah. what was it last episode? He was, <laughs> he said something to Jen being, like, everyone has pr- different perspectives on everything. Like, that was his, like, response is, like, the most neutral answer. Yeah, and what, what she asked, what was her question last episode? She was, like, am I self-reflective? And he was, like, he's like i can't because the answer is no but like he has to be married to this woman so he has to say like she said i am the most she said i'm the most self-reflective person (laughs) not even am i self-reflective but i am the most i would it's like very donald trump like it's like I yeah. met a man, I met a man, big guy, big guy came up to me. He said, Donald, you know what? You're the most reflective person I ever met. And then, and then everyone was clapping. And the fireworks. <laughs> I just want to take a minute to talk about this restaurant. Cause I feel like every uh, restaurant in New Jersey is like an Italian last name with an IO at the end. And then the parking lot is like bigger than the actual restaurant itself. <laughs> Yeah, and they're always attached <laughs> to probably like a laundromat. Emilio's, like anything EO, like Geo. Yeah. yeah. But then I noticed that the waiter poured the wine wrong. So the whole experience was ruined for me. Oh my God, he did. It, drive, it drove me crazy. Like, obviously giving a tasting, but he poured like a quarter cup. <laughs> well, he rested the bottle on the glass, which is a no no. So yeah, he oh he did a lot wrong then because yeah, like you don't give someone like the taste before they like say yes or no, and then you pour this much. What was it like, freaking uh, Lucille, just being like, if I wanted to have a taste of your finger, I would have ordered like, <laughs> like I don't know when she gets like the waiter and he's holding the glass from like the rim. That's another no no. The next scene was um, Rachel and Jen Fessler the other gen going out to lunch together and i think the reason why it was showed was because they both revealed that jen aiden was calling them to like jen aiden jen aiden okay danielle is the one that looks like carlton right no it's rachel it's rachel that looks like oh, okay carlton. but i like that she went for like a blousey top because her look is like so severe I know, but like that top, I just, that fabric, you just know that feels so bad on your skin. Mm -hmm. You wash it once and it disappears. It definitely is like a thing you purchase online without ever trying on. Okay, so we have to talk about Jen's manipulation tactics. (laughs) (laughs) And like, they did not work, but like, I support it. (laughs) She like finds... She, like, waits for, like, in a group conversation, she, like, finds someone to, like, talk about an insecurity, waits for someone to talk about an insecurity, and then calls them later to, like, (laughs) to be like, you know, I have that same insecurity, but also, don't you fucking hate Dolores? (laughs) 
Jen Aiden has like CIA. Like no, but I think Rachel like said like that's grooming. (laughs) (laughs) She's like trafficking the new girls. He's like three nine-year-old women. Just, just like starts love bombing them. <laughs> You're the prettiest girl in the room. <laughs> <laughs> and Margaret is such a dog, right? <laughs> and then I wrote in my notes, it's so stupid and like mean girls, like imagine she like busts them on like a three-way call. <laughs> like I can't believe you thought I was a dog. Margaret hangs up. I put Jen is chaotic evil. Uh, do you think she's chaotic evil? <laughs> well, because you know how you have the true, you have neutral, yeah, true yeah. neutral. Because like chaotic evil is like the farthest one. It's like, because it's just like chaotic and evil. With Jen, it's like, I because I like her, I don't want to put her there. But chaotic neutral then? There. Chaotic neutral builds chaotic neutral. <laughs> no, Bill is like True neutral. Um, kind of. He's he's doing the best he can. He's the and only rational thing we have to stand on in this episode or the whole season. Marge is so they we get to the party. Oh, Teresa's party. The yeah. um love bubble. Come bubble party. <laughs> okay. Can we please talk about that woman in the bubble? <laughs> That's what I have in my notes. I would have a panic attack just looking at her. Like, I can't believe I know. <laughs> like, oh, wow. Just... Teresa's like, oh, wow, look at the girl in the bubble. And she's just like drowning. No, she kept drawing attention. She's like, but like, oh my God. No, she's, she's in a love bubble. It's like, you know. I don't get it. <laughs> But you know how she was like holding up different flags in the bubble? Yeah, she had fans to <laughs> represent the level. Yeah, but making ima- sense. Imagine they, the colors meant like different things, like help. <laughs> it's like a mood ring of like stress. She's like holding sadness. up a yellow. Like if I hold up the yellow fan, it means I'm in trouble. She started at yellow. Red fan means I have one minute of air left. <laughs> Gabriella comes in with a kitchen knife to cut open the bubble. <laughs> but Milani holds her back, be like... Gia starts waterboarding. <laughs> the dancer. <laughs> <laughs> and then Gia and then Milani's like, no, she needs this. But people try to stop her. No, we paid her for this. <laughs> she consented to this. She remember and Tyra Banks would do shit like that and make them This walk. is so Tyra. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Having this woman in the bubble is so Tyra. The bubble is like filled with helium. She lights a cigarette inside. Explodes with cum. <laughs> Teresa's like, oh, my usual. <laughs> Pineapple. <laughs> I'm just imagining like all the cupcakes instead of love, they say come on them. And she's like, you get it? Because love and come is what happens when you make love. She's <laughs> Stop a- telling me this, mom. 
<laughs> but the thing is, though, is that I think Teresa understood what a metaphor is for the first time. She's like the tree of life because I'm tree, get it? And it's like a tree, and I'm Teresa, and the tree of life, and it's like a tree. Okay, where are okay, we? Okay, so Jen, Jen comes into the party wearing her boot. I didn't notice she was wearing her boot still. Okay, the boot goes up to like her mid thigh. <laughs> oh, you like, hear? How bad was this? She broke her toe. You hear like? <laughs> it's like Jen's coming. <laughs> like the water is like rattling. It's like that scene in like um, Sleepy Hollow. Thinking uh, <laughs> Jurassic Park. The kids are under the floorboard. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay, before actually that happened at the party, um, Teresa, no, Joe and Melissa were having a conversation about not going on FaceTime. When she was getting her makeup done, yeah. Yeah, did you notice how little Joe looked on the phone? <laughs> <laughs> it was like being filmed from like down here. Like he he couldn't have been driving because he looks. That's what I'm saying in my notes, like that, like he barely gets his like head over the wheel because I was looking where the seat is. It's like above his head, and the car seat's never that like like low compared to me or high, or whatever. I think I think I am the same height as Joe. At least, but yeah, I was just imagining like every time they cut to Joe, he gets like smaller and smaller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like the movie Downsizing. Yeah. But yeah, so Melissa decides she's going to go to the party by herself and obviously putting herself in the middle to be slam pig again. And she's going to get pork roasted. Her conversation with Teresa's daughters was so awkward. Oh my God. And she just, I was Teresa. You could still use the opportunity to be a bigger person and not make it all about him. But she just like goes and gossips about it to her her daughters. Like traumatized. Oh, yeah, oh, wait, if okay. I was, yeah. yeah, Teresa, she goes and talk, gossips about it to her daughters and, like, makes it, like, a thing in the family. Well, I mean, the do- the daughters are adults now, and, like, I think they're coming off of, like, the um, podcasting of it all, where, like, Joe and Melissa are talking about their family dynamic when uh, Teresa's in jail, and they the daughters just don't agree with, like, their revisionist history. And so when, like, Melissa was so awkwardly in front of her, you know, nieces, and just being like, oh, you know, we haven't seen you in so long. And the girl's like, yeah, we know. And she's like, we love you. We're just, like, so busy. And the girl's like, yeah, sure. Like, I'm not going to embarrass you right now, but, like, this is bullshit. I have something kind of controversial. But I think that... Anything that Melissa and Joe did while Teresa was away was, like, additional. And they weren't, like, responsible for, like, Teresa's kids. It's actually Joe Giudice, who's the villain here. We can't forget. And he's still the one tearing the family apart. I I don't disagree. Because do you remember at the beginning of the episode where Joe and Melissa were saying how, like, um, when Teresa was away in jail, that they did such a favor to Joe Judice by filming with him because he had no one to film with. And it's like, that is not what his daughters need to hear. Yeah. Like that is just like, it's, it's really like negative spin on things. It's like, no one fucking cares. It's you guys who care about it. No one else. The audience doesn't care. And that you obviously will force his children to see you differently that like oh like we like when you filmed with us it was all out of sympathy and like like pity it sucks to get the cameras involved in like 
be able to like use that as a card against people. That's why that's like so dark when it gets with families. It's hard to like differentiate what's performance and what's not. But I yeah. still, it all comes back to like Joe, Juicy Joe ruining it. It does. No, like Joe Judice is the one who, um, because like not only did he um, do illegal shit that sent him to jail and his wife to jail, but also he, I think, influenced Teresa's parents that like made them turn on Joe Gorga and Melissa. And so that's why Joe and Melissa can never heal because they feel they're like haunted by Teresa's parents, the poultry guys. They're haunted. The cabinets are open, babe. Mm-hmm. They walk every time they walk into the room, there's just dishes flying. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it flies on the wall. So I think Gia McBeal, lawyer Gia McBeal, wants to smash her stepbrother. He was cute. I'm saying it's incest runs in the family. Get it? Because it's like a tree of life, and I'm tree, and people call me Teresa. Okay, there's so I don't know if you noticed this, but this was insane. When Jackie arrived to the party, the camera like cuts to like this big plate of pasta and then to Jackie. (laughs) No! Yes! Okay, the producers hate her. Yeah, they must. They really aren't giving her much screen time. She's a friend of at this point. Oh, okay. She, well, I mean, I don't think she officially is, but she, they're obviously priming her to be that way. They're giving way more screen time to, like, um, Danielle and Rachel. What I wanted to say is that why we hold Jackie to, like, the standard of having to talk about her ED when obviously all the men on the show have fucking roided up and can't have any, like, issues dealing. They all have body issues. Like, they all, like, are, are completely insecure. And we never, like, hold them to any sort of standard to, like, be able to deal with their feelings. And now Jackie has to be a freaking, like, face of the ED when freaking, like, Frankie over here looks like, uh, I don't even. Frankie was hospitalized because his back was (laughs) shut down. Exactly. It's just, like, literal unhealth. Like, that's, like, like, unwell. Anyways. Yeah. My little rant. I agree. But, so, you know how Gia, like didn't make any money off of her song that she wrote waking up in the morning thinking about so many things mm-hmm. she needs to do like yeah. a full part two and it has to be about joe, joe and melissa and she uh, should drop her law career and become a soundcloud rapper it's <laughs> like face tattoos and like rainbow dreads like <laughs> full grill <laughs> Teresa stands up to make a speech and she's dripping pineapple juice through her skirt because she didn't like, wear panties. I don't have any panties on. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> In front of the whole party. Were there any boys there? But she's wearing, like, what she was wearing was, like, past her knees. Yeah, but she was, like, standing. <laughs> what are you worried about? She was, like, lifting herself up backwards. But what was her, one of her, like, youngest daughters was, like, saying her dress was too short. <laughs> she was like, no, it's good. I like it. Short. Shorter the better. <laughs> No, it's Melania. Melania, who looked like so beautiful. Um, Melania like was wearing the shortest dress imaginable, and Teresa's like, no. Where was Gabriella though? She was there. No, she wasn't. I was looking. Yeah, she was. No, Peter. Peter. I didn't see her. I guess because was there the whole time. I really, I just saw flies on the window. Oh my god. There are a bunch of like bright lights and like that's about it. But I guess I don't believe Everyone hard enough. Nosebleeds, but like... <laughs> <laughs> Except for my sister. 
Yeah. Because she got fixed. <laughs> yeah, the pool starts bubbling. I just think of like Carrie too. And the like uh the dancer like emerges from the ball. <laughs> we need to have a mozzarella party. The new girl, I'm gonna call her hamper shorts. <laughs> yeah, no, like ditch shorts. <laughs> Poop shorts. Stinky shorts. Poopy, poopy pants. <laughs> what what is her name even? Danielle. Yeah. Danielle Poop. Poopy Pants. <laughs> poopy pants, Danielle. So her and Jackie go up against each other. Okay. And it, it, it's just like, whatever. I'm just like so not invested in either of them. I know, but I wanted to see them get into a physical altercation because it would be funny and hot. They're just like yeah. doing like a well, full chick fight in the pool, like <laughs> like squeezing their tits out. It'd be funny. They're in the bubble. <laughs> <laughs> they got another, they brought their own bubble. Where did they keep getting so these? They're in the bubble with the model. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like... The model's like holding up a red flag. Like, she has a flag that says, like, stop. I only calculated enough oxygen for one person. And Teresa's like, I don't have panties on. (laughs) She fills the pool with pineapple juice. (laughs) Marge is a good character addition. I just love her so much because she's just so New Jersey. I, I love that she wore... She wears like a pink cast. Like it's freaking like we're a preteen at like summer camp. But she broke her, a finger, right? Like she, like why is she wearing a full on cast? Wait, what did she break? No, I thought she like turned to dust when she fell off her rollerblades or whatever. Okay. I, I, I don't know. I just, I think it was like, I think she made this cast herself. She got her like Marlene to make it. <laughs> Marlene. The real. LGBTQ icon. Teresa stands up and she's like, This is my chosen family. It's like, what? She points to the girl in the bubble. (laughs) (laughs) She's like soaking wet. They're giving her like the girl's like, help me! Help me. There's like uh (laughs) they're giving her like CPR. She's like flatlining. <laughs> Gabriella slowly rises from the pool <laughs> with wet hair covering her face. She's like Samara from the ring. <laughs> exactly. She's a Korean water ghost now. <clears throat> but yeah, um, Teresa's okay. LGBT. Yeah. Teresa LGBT icon with her chosen family. <laughs> Go off, queen. Slay. Yeah. Like, the T in LGBTQ is for... For Teresa! Teresa. (laughs) (laughs) For Tree. The T that Jesus was hung on was for Teresa. (laughs) But we need to talk about the real elephant in the room. Melanoma. Yeah. No, she is, like, the, like, the friend of that (laughs) all of them are friends with. Exactly. She has imagined the gift for like a tagline this season. She's just like a like a like a, a ball of like like black light. Yeah. They say that if it grows, it goes, but you'll never get rid of me. 
<laughs> it's like, oh, but I'm a shower, not a grower. But yeah, I would hate to be I this woman. Toxic environment. <laughs> I get under your skin. <laughs> <laughs> I would not want to be their dermatologist. Or you might, because they don't have uh, like free health care. So you might want to be their dermatologist. Oh, yeah. Dr. Melanoma has entered the room. Yeah, Dr. Um, <laughs> what, what, do we figure out the name of that drug that turns you like your skin darker? <laughs> that turns I have to look that up. <laughs> I thought you were going to say gay. <laughs> that turns the frogs gay, you know? <laughs> Prep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Melatonin. <laughs> it's a, they're all like taking prep. Uh, I miss drunk. <laughs> I miss drunk Jen at the pool. Like when she's pouring the water, like doesn't not a drop goes in. That's He's me like- at like at three a.m. Is like when I'm trying to drink from like my uh, like big water bottle. Just like it's always just like. <laughs> <laughs> It was so funny. The the girls. Who is it with the new girl that looks like Carlton? Oh, Rachel. Rachel. Do we have a name for her yet? Um, Carlton too. <laughs> um, or what's the other girl's name from Texas? Danielle. No, that she from- looks like Leah. Oh, Carlton. From- well, Leah Lockin. <laughs> yeah. Um. Carlton Leanne. We can call talking- Carlton. We can call Rachel um, Roundup. <laughs> <laughs> Those tans. She starts talking about the drama with Jen, I guess. And they were like talking about the their nose jobs and how Jen wasn't happy with hers, which I thought was tea. <laughs> Yeah, well, because you saw when they were talking, like at the, at the matzah pro- party, you saw their noses in profile of both <laughs> them, and you're like, "Oh my god!" It was like I know I put in, it was like ah! I put in my notes. There's not an ounce of nasal cartilage between like all these women. Yeah, like God forbid they ever get a sinus infection. What would happen? I know they need to like take a chunk of mozzarella, put some mozzarella up there, and sculpt a new like septum. Seriously, yeah, no, they like. They both have the most intense slopes for their noses mm-hmm. I've ever seen. It, it's just so bad. And it's crazy that like, Jen's married to a plastic surgeon. I know. It reminds me of like Lenny and Lisa. And he's going to like divorce her because she's turned too much of a Dr. Frankenstein like freak. But oh, it's weird that... Don't compare Bill to Lenny. Don't Lenny's awful. Them. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> you just lost your like... Don't compare bonus. my man to... You're going to have to take your Cialis tonight. <laughs> to get it back up <laughs> um but yeah i feel isn't their nose like gonna fall off if you don't leave any cartilage like it looks it looks uncomfortable especially like when they like emote like when they make like when they make a smile or whatever mm-hmm. it looks just like like it's too much is that why they couldn't smell hamper shorts when she walked into the room <laughs> They're like, uh-oh, stinky. And they're like, I don't smell anything. <laughs> it's like, you know those, like, late commercials where it's like, you're blindfolded and you're, like, in a dumpster and you're like, it's just raining here. So you're saying Amber Shorts is the dumpster? <laughs> yeah. And their nose jobs is a glade. Like, 
Uh, or Febreze. I meant Febreze. Oh, okay. That's a metaphor for Teresa. She probably wouldn't get it. She's like, blood is thicker than Febreze. <laughs> <laughs> I wish weed was legal in New Jersey because these parties would be a lot more relaxed. I don't know if it is. It is in New York, but they should smoke weed. End of story. These women are so uptight. I don't feel like they're weed folk. Maybe Margaret. Maybe her- Melissa. I feel <laughs> Mar- like Melissa probably would do an edible. Margaret for her wrist. Melissa would do like half an edible and then like not shut up about it and then say that it's yeah. late, say that it was laced. <laughs> <laughs> she like eggs like uh, Teresa's house and says that it was PCP. That yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> like flips her car. <laughs> a rage over. Uh, full rage. I liked uh, Melissa's house that she's in now i don't see why they have to move to like a mcmansion it looks like the home alone house and it oh has, yeah it is i love a brick like, I, I love that like that brick kind of like it looks comfy cozy like mm-hmm. imagine having christmas and a house <laughs> like that i like love it it's like yes it's so christmasy <laughs> exactly i love that warm vibes i don't know why everyone thinks they have to like build a tuscan villa in like new jersey <laughs> I can't even, I, I, I have to actually like articulate but well enough, like what is the aesthetic they're all going for? It's so like cold and sad and inhumane, what they all like in their homes. It's inhumane? Yes. Can you elaborate? Think, um, think of the children. <laughs> like, it's just like. Melissa's chosen, the, like... Think of Teresa's chosen family. <laughs> <laughs> Her chosen family. Yeah. Um, what were you saying? The aesthetic that they all are really into right now is like the most kind of cold, unoriginal, like tones of gray thing. I just, I'm so sick of seeing it. Like, I way prefer the earlier seasons of Jersey where like they had homes that were scary, but they were Tuscan. I want a giant door. You know what I mean? Like that, like the, at least they went for like um, tones that were found in nature, you know, yeah. like browns and burgundies and golds and stuff, and like a turkey or not turkey, but like a, a rooster motif. <laughs> oh yeah, the rooster, not the roosters of the two thousands, with uh, they have like the pickled onions. The rooster onions. motif was really. <laughs> oh yeah, with like the like chili peppers and like preserved in like oil for like decades. It's a bottle that you like can't get out. <laughs> if you open it up, Gabriella comes out of the pool. <laughs> like a genie. <laughs> she is a genie. <laughs> no. <laughs> but okay, so Carlton, I guess, was yeah, getting, Carlton, yeah. She got into a fight with What's her name? Jen. With Jen. Jackie. Wasn't it? Or Jen? No, Jen. But it was the one where she was like, are you threatening me? And she's like... Oh, yeah. (laughs) Jackie was in an argument with Danielle. And Danielle was speaking with her hands. And Jackie was like, is that a threat? And she's like, that's how I talk. She like thinks it's like a gang sign and like calls the police. Like, she turns into barbecue Becky. 
It's the yeah, key. Jackie is being really lame. I don't think she's... This is her last season, I guarantee you. I guarantee you this. She's giving us milk toast. Although, I do really respect Jackie having tattoos. I'm just thinking about her being a one and done. Isn't that like what you called Frankie? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, a slam pig moment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's so sad when they... This happened before whenever the girls like you know, open up their but their ED, they like throw them off the show. <laughs> <laughs> like Jules on New York. That's what I was thinking, Jules. Uh, but Jules was awful. She was another No, girl. I love Jules. She was always had her house in shambles too. In disrepair. I loved her. Justice for Jules. Who would be your like dream girl uh legacy NYC? Aviva. My dream girl. Oh, Aviva for sure. <laughs> no, legacy. Because you know they said NYC didn't work out. Who would be like your NYC? Carol Radswell. Really? Sure. Because she I has, love Carol. She's like literally on Epstein's flight list. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you put uh Giselle what's her name Maxwell or whatever Ghislaine Maxwell Ghislaine <laughs> she's like one of the housewives of New York she just has to like um like uh zoom from prison <laughs> oh no that would be really interesting actually I'd watch that I want to have a mozzarella party with you yeah I just... know I wonder what the record for like longest cheese pull is is it from Quebec to BC? <laughs> exactly. That's what I was thinking. But I think there is either in like Japan or somewhere in Italy, there's like a cheese pull or in like Korea or something. There's like a cheese pull competition thing. Where I can see that being a Korean thing because they love yeah. mozzarella cheese. Yeah, I think it's Korean. Um, but there's like a guy with like, uh, what are those things called? Like a palette or a, a paddle paddle yeah and he it's like an old man with a paddle <laughs> this visual i'm describing is insane and he's on a cherry picker <laughs> and then they just lift the cherry picker like this and the cheese goes up with him so it's that like is a, your vocation that's what you need to do yeah it's <laughs> like shut down like the main bridges in vancouver <laughs> Um, is there anything else you wanted to talk about this episode? Anything else in your notes? No, that like the girls are feuding and I don't really care. If they're feuding about nose jobs, they're feuding about who talked ill about who. And it's just so ill-defined at this point that I can't really get into it. I just, yeah, like, exactly. I just want to see the wedding. I want to see Teresa's hair. I just want a full episode of how they did Teresa's hair. But there's like snackies inside. Um, Squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, did you hear that? She might be getting a spinoff. No, I didn't it's, hear that at all. What's her name? Posh. Oh, Melissa? Not for the girl from Posh. From the older episode. Oh, Kim D? Yeah. Sad. Kim D. No. Okay, do you remember, like, a few years ago, how... Okay, this headline that honestly does not get enough attention, where Kim D's car was found bird with two people inside what in the caitlin jenner okay so yeah no like i don't know who the victims were but it was her her suv <laughs> that was <laughs> found 
like set on fire and there were two dead bodies inside. Okay. Was she a burn victim too? <laughs> because it would explain a lot. I mean, like it would. No, this I I think one of them might have been someone related to her. Sounds like mafia. No, but it, it, but it was like foul play. It was not like a like a crash. Okay, well, we need a spinoff for what's your name? Yeah, like Mob Wives, but it's just Kim D. <laughs> <laughs> She's so messy. Since I love like, her. And what's her name? The other bad messy one who has the OnlyFans. Me. Danielle. Danielle and Kim D. Adventures. Oh my girl! Imagine they do a road trip. That would be so good. Oh my god, they would, they would not get far. They would get yeah, exactly. They get arrested pretty fast. <laughs> they have warrants, both of them. Like, okay, who's the Danielle and who's the Kim D? Mm. Me, me, and me. <laughs> They're both <laughs> you. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. Dreamcast NYC. Maybe I'll have to get back to you on it. We can talk about it next episode. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We left you there on a cliffhanger, but we're excited to that you'll tune in next week. <laughs> <laughs> Keep you hanging. When you're we like to end every episode with a song. <laughs> <laughs> when you're here in your eyes. That's a modern like big um okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye, pizza pie. (laughs) (laughs) And that's Amore. Shrimp Cocktail Podcast is created, produced, and edited by Becky P. and Peter B. Find us on social media at Shrimp Cocktail Podcast and on Twitter at Shrimp Podcast. Special thanks goes out to Catherine for our cover art at Kane Pat, and our theme song is done by AJ at Grief Jerky. Please catfish us at shrimpcocktailpodcast at gmail.com, and we would love to hear from you. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us wherever you get your podcasts. If you love Shrimp Cocktail, be sure to follow us on Patreon for exclusive episodes and more. Bye!